How was that meal? Ooh, actually, it was good, but I'm really full. Dude, you're going to be <laughs> super gassy after all those Brussels sprouts. It was two cups of Brussels sprouts. And so t- tell the listeners about the journey you're about to embark on. What the fuck are you doing now? So th- I've gone through a, um, a health journey in 2020. So I started 2020 at the heaviest I've ever weighed with a straight ET body with just some man tits and a gut looking <laughs> awful. Um, What'd you clock so in decided at? to, uh, like 170 was about where I peaked. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but like that's 170 for those who know me with like literally zero muscle mass. It, <laughs> just just a little, like a, just a for a quick beer, visual beer, for you folks belly. out there. Yeah. You ever seen a blob so, fish? <laughs> so really prioritized getting my health together uh, during COVID. Had plenty of time to kill. So lost a bunch of weight, got down to about 150. And now wow, I'm like, all right. 150, dude, you're fucking tiny. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I'm like 152, but I got down to yeah. So (laughs) I don't even know what what I was thinking yesterday. Something like went into my mind, and I was like, you know what? Like, how fun would it be to just eat whatever the fuck I want and gain weight and like be able to put on some muscle mass? So time you friggin' got to my side. So I I googled it. And I didn't want to just do this and become fat. So what I learned about was just, it's called lean bulking. So it's bulking. So you're increasing your calories more than like your stable calorie rate. So I think I looked it up. My stable calorie rate to not lose weight or gain weight was about 2,400 calories per day. That would keep me even based on like being moderately active. So you eat 300. What? I feel like that's not a lot, right? 2,400 for a day. No, but it makes sense to just stay even. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. If I mean, that's if you're not doing any exercise or anything, right? That was like moderate levels of activity. Okay. So, like, if I did that, I wouldn't lose weight. I'd just right, stay you'd flat. Maintain, yeah. And you yeah. wouldn't really gain much weight either? Exactly. Okay, so, got so, it. So, the lean bulk is you increase 300 calories on top of that per day to gain about a half a pound of muscle mass per week, which is easy to do. The challenge is you have to do it while keeping like your macros in proportion of high carbs, high protein, and like moderately low fat. So you don't want just want to eat junk food and gain a bunch of fat. You're hopefully gaining mostly muscle mass. So you flipped it on its head. You used to do like no carb. Yeah. Now yeah. You're... Or very low carb, low calorie. Like for yeah. the past eight months, other than weekends, like I cheat on weekends, but past eight months, weekdays, I'd probably do 1500 to 1700 calories wow so today it's now eight Dude, seven I, o'clock I think, I think the uh folks over at auschwitz when they were at their stay got more than 1500 <laughs> jesus calories christ today. jared what are I you mean, doing if, if i your if I poor intermit- body dude the, the the amount of trauma you've put your body through with all your little diets and, and if, if you've raises. ever seen the superman roller coaster at six flags that's the ride that jared's body goes on <laughs> well <laughs> I don't know. I found that it worked because I could be really disciplined Monday through Thursday. And then like most of the weekend I could eat and drink what I wanted and still like balance out and maybe lose some weight and I'm really active. Right. Um, So now I need to be at 2,700 calories 
And I've eaten more today than I have ever eaten on a weekday, like a work day in my life. And I'm only at 1,903 calories right now. Wow. Because you can't, you can't do it eating Christ. junk food. Like if I was just eating like chips and cookies and pizza, I could crush 2,700 calories in my sleep. But trying to do that with like actual health food, it's a lot of fucking food. Have you thought of uh, shakes? Yep. So I did a shake. Okay. But I, I, I bought almond milk to do my shake. So it's not water and more high calorie too. But even that was... Almond milk, I think, was 30 cal. I wrote it down. I'm using my, my fitness pal. Good yeah, like how, how, much was, how much was like one shake? 150 calories for the protein and 45 calories for the almond milk. All right, so call it 200. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so 200 you out have of 2,700. Have you, so have you after the, uh, the, the, the day here, what do you, what do you have throughout the day? So uh, I'll go through and I'll tell you what I think my lessons learned are. Breakfast, two hard-boiled eggs. Lunch, um, two low-carb tortillas with four ounces of tuna, little mayo, and a banana. Dinner, or I'll go to my snacks. Um, a grass-fed beef stick, some cauliflower <laughs> crackers, little goat's milk cheese, a um, couple slices of salami. <laughs> You're going to be fucking broke. This is all shit I actually had at my house, believe it or not. I didn't even go grocery <laughs> shopping other than for almond milk today. Um a protein shake. And then for dinner, I had a fucking massive dinner, two cups of Brussels sprouts, a boneless, skinless chicken thigh, a cup and a half of brown rice. Um, and then I put a fried egg on it. because like, how can I get more protein? I drizzled some olive oil and some green goddess salad dressing on there. So that, that's where I'm at today. And I'm that sounds like a bomb dinner. It was very good. Yeah, it's very good, but I still have 800 calories to eat today. So I think so my lesson have- learned is I just it- got to do a bigger breakfast bigger lunch and not try and save all these calories for the end of the day, which is kind of how I'm used to eating. I, I haven't eaten breakfast yeah. on a weekday in years. I was going to say, cause you used to do the whole like intermittent fasting where you wouldn't start eating af- until after noon. Until noon. Right? Yeah. yeah so I, so. I would eat at noon, have like a light lunch then have most of my calories for dinner. So now I think I just got to like force myself, have a good hearty breakfast, good hearty lunch with some carbs, some all balance. Right, my food. question is, are you working out? Are you lifting? Yeah, so today was like by far my most hardcore lift sesh. So I lifted for almost an hour. Um, did full Where? upper body. Gym? No, I bought like resistance bands and I've been doing resistance band workouts. There you go. Yeah. And how much weight can they? So the, the, most, the heaviest one I have is 50 pounds. So that's pretty damn good for most workouts. And then you can attach multiple, multiple of them together if you want more. So if I'm doing like a resistance band chest press, like I can do a 50 and a 40 and like, it's actually enough where like you feel serious resistance. Yeah. So it's, not, it's not as good as free weights, but you can't get free weights anywhere right now. They're just like, literally impossible. Or he's going to be let's be real, always guys. sunny. And let's be real. Just... I'm 29 and a half and I've never had muscles ever. I don't think that's really going to change, but I'm going to give it a good college try. My expectations aren't. He's going to go from long neck to no neck. <laughs> Well, I mean, especially if you're intaking that many calories every day, like I know we were saying like 2,400 your ass. Well, it's a thing. Like, and I guess that that's, that's the point is like, if if, you have to match the amount of calories that you're taking in with, with activity. So even if it's healthy calories, it's still calories, you know? So as long as you're lifting and and exercising, even if you're running, that stuff's still going to turn into muscle at some point. So yeah, well, that, that's what I read is what they said is 
you need to be seriously lifting so your body uses these calories to restore muscle as opposed to fat stores, right? Exactly. Um, so, so that's what I just got to make sure. And you know, you that I work I'm out every three, day. Three, I usually work out four days a week as it is now. So I'll just swap out like a couple of the cardio days for more lifting days. There you go. Yeah. So I now mean, we're going to have a Mo dating journey and a Mo fitness journey <laughs> hey. that, we'll, that we'll all follow. What did this, I say? This 2020 is, is going to be, I'm going to be like Jalen Brown. It's my year. I'm running out of time, but it's my year. I mean, this is certainly like <laughs> we're at the fucking with... 11th hour, Jared. It's my fucking year, <laughs> it's baby. It's December next week. <laughs> all right. November 24th, 25th time to get serious. Let's flip yeah. the switch. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're solving our segment problem. I mean, there's a dating segment and it's an just going to become the Jared show. It's just, just Jared yeah. self-improvement <laughs> pod. Yeah. Um, but I, I honestly, I, I feel like the rock, you know how the rock just has like those ridiculous meals of like 12,000 calories a day. That's how I felt today. Trying to scarf down my 1900 calories so far. It's funny though. I wonder how many calories um, I eat in a day. I no yeah, I was just idea. thinking that because Emma uses the Emma. She keeps track of her calories too, and I wonder like, like in a normal plate that I put together for like dinner, I be I'm curious how many calories I'm actually taking. Yeah, you're probably in. close I've, to a thousand. Yeah, that's the thing. I guess I don't really know enough about calories to know like what like what's like an average plate. I can turn like it, like it all depends like what what you eat. So like you saw how big that plate of food I sent you guys a picture of was. Yeah, that entire dinner was 852 calories, but 852 calories can literally also be two packages of ramen, exactly. or two slices of pizza. Yeah. So it all depends what you eat. So mine's probably like. 15, 1600, <laughs> if it's basing off so of that. So your two packs of ramen with chicken sausage breakfast, that's probably a good 1200. It's been a while since I had that kind of breakfast, but. I feel like it was yeah. just last episode. No, 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 I had the ramen. I did not have ramen with chicken sausage. That was, <laughs> oh. that was more of a, that was more of a desperation move. Have you had uh, marinated mushrooms again? Since like. Since the infamous time we found out. Of course. I, I, I don't have any in the fridge right now, but no, I mean for breakfast though. Oh no, no. I haven't, I haven't got, I haven't had done the bag of corn. I haven't done any of that. I've, I've grown a little bit. It's a buttered working... toast. <laughs> well, it's whole wheat toast. <laughs> I don't mean it because fruit. it's bad for you. I just yeah. mean because it's simple. It's very simple. And it's, yeah. it's more of my, my mantra with breakfast, especially cause I like to get to work like early. Like, so I have like an hour and a half without the kids there is just like something like that's somewhat filling for like an hour, an hour and a half. Cause I snack on stuff all day, but just something to get me out the door. I, I, I don't sit down and like make egg. If I was at home more, if like, if we get sent home, I'll probably go back to like eggs and toast and probably get some like salt, like breakfast, like Turkey sausage or whatever, something like somewhat healthier. Um, but yeah, right now into a rabbit hole in Adam's mind. He's just now planning out his meal. <laughs> He's talking out, planning his meal. I'm writing my <laughs> fucking, my <laughs> shopping list. list right now. Yeah. Well, we should definitely have like a food podcast one time. Like where we actually prepare cast. and like talk about like just food in general. You don't I don't have to know ask exactly. me twice. I can talk about food for I th- hours. I think that'd be a, that'd be a great deep dive. No, what we need to do is before. in December when I'm home, I'll bring my mic. We got to figure out how we do it, but we'll record together we'll have jared chef us up something Ooh, maybe i can do a little that su- sous vide a little su- sous vide maybe a little air, air fry action take say, out yeah. all the gadgets yeah <laughs> jared's cooking laboratory um well, well i'm gonna let the listeners in here uh inside the uh, circle of trust 
this is just so everyone can have an idea of what our day looks like via text. This so Jared tells us via text that he's doing this diet. He's going to eat 2,200 calories a day. Adam responds, join the club. You shit a lot more, but it's worth it. And Jared says, as long as I don't shit seven times a day, it's, it's worth it. Adam says, it's more like three to five. And I say, Jesus, that asshole must be raw. You, Jared responds, three to five every day? And then quickly, Adam walks it back. No, 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 no. Three to four. Jared goes, you shit three plus times every single day. Adam, closer to two, but sometimes I eat a lot. So you know it's at least six if he's walking it back that quickly. Two to seven, so somewhere in the middle. Every day is different. Like last night, I mean, if I could – I'll walk you guys through what I ate. Oh, I don't need to hear bowel movements. No, no, no. I wasn't going to talk about that. I was going to talk about what I ate. Oh. So I had a big-ass – so – Sunday, I ordered from Wings, Ooh. and I ordered. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the the names of the orders for like the boneless wings. We are not now. The Strato Cruiser is what I ordered. <laughs> Sounds big. <laughs> Two pounds of buffalo tenders, and I parceled them out throughout the. I still have some left because I, I think I just hit my wall with wings. I don't know if I can eat that eat from there for at least another week or two. But I had that for, for like three. Week. Give me a few days. I'll be back on the saddle. I mean, yeah. I mean, wings are pretty enticing to me, so it it will probably won't be as long. But I had like a big ass plate of like wings for dinner last night. I cooked up actually for for lunch. I had the wings for dinner. I had some kielbasa, cabbage, mashed potatoes and a salad. And then at night I had ice cream and part of an apple pie. So that alone, I would love to know like, and I know those aren't, healthy things. Like I'm not trying to say that that's like, that's what Jared's going for. Cause it's absolutely not, but I would just be curious how many calories I consumed in like a six hour period. Like that would be, I'm going to start doing it. I'm well, doing let's, it let's make that a segment. I want to hear Adam's highest calorie day of next week. Okay. Starting tomorrow. Yeah. I will, I will we'll just push for new records. It'll be yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple we'll calories. See, we'll see who can there. eat the most calories 7, out of the three thousand of in one day. <laughs> That's, There's definitely I mean, been days like, where I've eaten like a large deep dish pizza and I just oh, must yeah. have crushed well, 4,000 plus. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, how, like in, in, a, in a large, in a regular sized deep dish pizza, how many calories were there? There had I to be like. I can't imagine. The individual size were 2,000 calories. So I can't <laughs> imagine the large. I crushed like a large pizza to my face. Uh, not the whole night, not like the whole thing in one night, but usually a good two thirds of it. <laughs> five slices of it. Easily uh, every dude. single Friday night, like easy, yeah. easy. Yeah. So, you're eating five so, so that'll, slices that'll be a pizza segment next week. Every Adam's Friday calories. night. You do that every uh, Friday much, night. Yeah, Holy shit. Yeah. I used to do pizza every Friday night back when I, I could without shitting seven times. See, I feel like pizza is something that I'm only like motivated to get pizza. If there's like a bunch of people with me, like I won't like oh, just think I like, love mm. pizza. I love pizza. Love I just, it. I guess I just love other things more. I don't know. I've never thought to like get a pizza for myself. I'll get like, a po- I'd rather get like a pasta dish or if Especially anybody, want, if anybody wanted uh, the segment, Adam's thoughts, you're getting it right now. This is, this is deep into Adam's no. brain of pizzas. Pizzas like a family, the, the simple food thing. thoughts. I feel like I, I'd rather get like a big pasta dish and like 
work myself into like a carb coma or something like that. But I guess pizza would kind of do the same Dude, thing. Dude, you're, you're so. not far from Cecilia's. Remember their deep dish pizza? I on do. Fed, on Atwell's? With that the, was uh, banging. That was like a, a hybrid pizza. It was like, it, it wasn't like super thick crust, but it was like a, a thin crust pizza, but had like the, the deep dish crust that was just like- Well, so thick. they had both. They had that one, which I think Ty tried one time, but they also had the super deep dish. Like this Uno's style deep dish. Remember we got that a handful of times? We'd have like two slices and just literally be on the couch. Yeah, so yeah I, I must be thinking of their other kind of pizza. So yeah, yeah. we definitely and we we had, so it's we called had like several. stuffed pizza. And then we had that Brooklyn style pizza. Yeah, near us and then that was places in Providence. Like pizza over there. Yeah, I probably ate more pizza in that year at Rubber Lofts than I have ever. So it's called the Mo effect. Just pizza. Do you, all you the miss time. those wieners, Adam? Absolutely, I love gaggers. That would be something yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I remember like. How the fuck like, are they called that? Do we know? Uh, good question. I mean, someone probably gagged on them, and I don't know. Maybe that just. Some people get too excited; stuff. they just inhale them so much, and start gluck glucking. <laughs> I don't know if that that's not exactly a COVID-friendly meal anymore. When you have the cooks, you know, putting it on their sloppy, greasy, sweaty arms as they like lather it up with like. The, the the ground beef and the mustard and onions and their might be a... with dirty needles from prison <laughs> exactly but they make a mean eights. hot wiener that's for sure i do miss those big time though and i'm not far from like a new york system i just haven't gone in so so long um, all right so we're, tw- we're 25 minutes in and we talked a lot about food um so where do you want to go did you want to talk uh Chappelle at all that was kind of a last minute thing um did you guys uh, both watch it i did i did yeah. as well what What did you think i mean I, I i knew what do you say ty i said i'll let you go first yeah no i was just i mean i i knew some parts of, of what he was talking about I, I think it's been pretty well documented you Can know someone what? explain it so people know what the fuck we're talking about yeah Jared so he he's pretty much talking about you know his experience with comedy central prior to the start of Chappelle's show and the moral of the story is, is that, you know, because anyone who watched Chappelle show knows that there, it wasn't a very long show. It was only three seasons. And I don't even think this, the third season was even finished. Yeah. Because he just got fed up. Like the contract that he signed, pretty much the Comedy Central pretty much had him by the balls. Like literally like owned his identity in a lot of ways. So he ended up leaving Comedy Central and leaving the show and literally just went off, like went off the face of the earth for about like 10 years or something like that. So he was pretty much just venting about his whole experience with that. And he ends up pretty much asking the audience and everyone watching as well to boycott Chappelle show, like anywhere that it's streaming or anything like that. I think you're missing the most important part is that it was released to Netflix and HBO max without his permission. I was getting but thank you. Yes, I was. I was gonna get there. Ooh, I was you just got an Adam back. snarky tone well, right there. No, I just. I was in the middle of explaining that. <laughs> well, that's why he asked people to not boycott. I know. Boycott yeah, I was going to say because I he was. was say, well, you took a while. You took a long, long. Because I was explaining pause. it. You, you just. Well, I was because Jared interrupted me. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. So I and I. It was funny because I feel like I was watching Chappelle's show on the other there the other day like I don't know three days ago yeah I remember seeing it too actually it's gone it's literally gone so yeah Netflix had it on there it's officially down yeah he said that Jared 
What? Chappelle said that. He said that. Yeah, that's, he likes I, didn't, I hadn't noticed that it was down. So he, like, he, I didn't know he that said that. He had, so it was up there for not even a month. And he asked Netflix, according to what he was saying, to take it down. And they did. They, they just took it down. And anyone who's been following Chappelle's uh, career lately, it's all been Netflix. Like he's had yeah. how many specials? Like six and you or assume seven? Netflix paid for it, right? Obviously. You would yeah, assume I mean, so, yeah. Would, I would have assumed so as well. So, so they're just out that money now. Like that's pretty incredible that they actually took it down because he asked. Like I, I could I never picture a, pretty, a normal media company doing that. I mean, well, it's not a very good business decision. It's not a very no, good. Not you know at all. I mean, like if you if you do that every single time to everybody who complains, like you're not going to have a business much longer. But I think he, I, I guess in a way he's earned. I wouldn't say earned that, but like in a way, like he's made them a shitload of money, and they've yeah, also paid him a lot they of money. It. They paid him a lot of money. Let's be real. Like he got a lot of money to come out of the shadows and and do all these oh stand up. Oh my god, gigs. he got millions. Yeah, it was. I think ridiculous. it was like so, either thirty or sixty million, something like that. So kudos to Netflix for backing up one of like their biggest cash cows, I guess. But at the same time, I mean, I don't think Netflix. Obviously, it wasn't a very hard thing to do. I don't think it was either. I don't think it was either at all. But kudos to them. Like, I give them credit for backing up their guy, which is obviously what he wanted from, you know, networks like Comedy Central. The HBO thing, I had no idea about. Did you guys know that? He pitched that idea to HBO. and they. I believe it. I believe. I just had no idea. And they fucking laughed in his face. And now, of course, it's on HBO Max. It's pretty fucking wild. But, um, yeah, it was a very cool 15-minute segment he did on that definitely worth a watch i'm glad he spoke up and like brought light to the situation of like he's yes he's getting fucked over it's all legal and like they're playing by the rules but i think it's important that he stood up to say like this is really how the media industry works and these people just get preyed on and, and you hear like the taylor swift stories where she doesn't even own the rights to her own music all of her uh, old music she doesn't own the rights to same type of shit so like, could you imagine not only HBO telling you to fuck off and then like all this stuff happened to Comedy Central fucking you over, et cetera, and then to see them sell the rights to your show and you not get a penny for it? Whose I don't even know how though? I would respond. Whose fault what? is that? Well, Whose fault is that, though? Well, I, and I, I think Tyring is a good point. I no think one's the fault common, but Dave's. I, I think the, the common denominator between like Taylor Swift, Dave Chappelle, they're young and they don't know anything about this industry. And in the end, they, they agree to these deals that they, they should know more about, I guess. They should do more of their homework. But, but there's more the to end, it than that. You also have no leverage when you're nobody. You have to sign the deal that they're giving you. And his point was like the game of three-card Monty. Everybody was in on it. His agents told him, this is a great deal for you. Do it. Everybody else in the entertainment industry is also in on it. And you don't really have a choice but to get fucked. Like, why is something that you created? Yeah, but why would it, why would the agent want it if he's getting paid on the deal and he's going to get paid shit? His because if he doesn't do shit. it, he gets paid nothing. I mean, that, there's no deal. Terrible, he gets paid that's nothing. a terrible agent. Then you got to shop your shop your talent around. I think that's. I Someone think his point is that's most of Hollywood and like most of that entertainment industry. Yeah. I mean, in the end, they're Five the ones making career, bro. I don't know. You know, yeah. I mean, like I agree with you, Jared, 100%. I, I think it's good that, like, he's, you know, shedding some light on it and say, hey, for everybody coming up, you're like, don't get fucked. Yeah. yeah. Keep you your know? head in the swivel. Like, hey, this is, this is what happens and it's not going to change. But, like, dude, I don't fucking feel bad for you. Like, I'm glad he ended up doing well and making a shit ton of money for Netflix. But 
I can't, you can't, I can't really feel bad, you know, for these people. It's like, yeah, you're young, but like, that's what it is. If you want to go into that industry and you get, or you're talented, like you got to have some kind of semblance of like, you got to have some awareness to say, if I don't know enough, I got to have someone represent me who knows more. Yeah. And I think in a career like that, I mean, there's only a handful of people that we can recall as comedians, like relevant that are like irrelevant and, and killing it right now. But what percentage of people like, like in any of these careers where people make millions and millions of dollars, like you can talk about sports and other things like that. There's far more people that miss than actually make it. So for someone like Chappelle, I'm sure he knows, or maybe at the time he didn't realize it. I'm sure now he's probably thinking, well, if I don't take that deal to Jared's point, I'm a fucking nobody. Yeah. I have like, no I, I'm not going anywhere. Like, Viacom. It, yeah. So like if, if I don't take that deal, whether I'm getting screwed or not, whether he knew he was getting screwed or not, cause it didn't sound like he was privy to the whole situation. He, right. So again, we're asking people to just be nice and like, be like, help these people make more no, money no, despite no, them having on the an other initiative side on the, their business to drive costs down and make no, more profit. It's comedy central's job to, to make, deals like that i yeah, guess it's not their job no. to say like how can i give you the most money no 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 I, i'm not saying that comedy central should be to blame for that i'm just saying that you know you won't he, he i mean if he never if he doesn't take that comedy central gig we may never hear about dave Chappelle. Yeah. i mean just maybe he can't I'm make saying, the fucking millions of dollars he made at netflix of course sure. yeah so i'm just saying yeah. like if he doesn't do that he just falls off the face of the earth in his career and he, someone else maybe just comes up and takes that limelight. It's just such a, it just shows that with, and to your point, Ty, like that kind of comes with the territory of that kind of profession. You know, it, it's, a, he, it's a high risk game. Yeah. And unfortunately he got fucked and luckily it worked out for him in the end, but how many people did it not work out for? I'm sure a lot, end? but those people aren't as talented. Like you, you got to have the wherewithal to say, okay, I'm, my ass is getting fucked on this deal. I have to now go do something else. I have to now restart on my own. Which he, which he did. Kudos to him. That's what yeah. I mean. Like, he yeah. did exactly what he needed to do. Um, and how you know, many people, and, and if they it, were same in, in the music situation. industry, too. These guys yeah. don't make any fucking money, even though no. they're, like, selling platinum records. But, yeah, well, right. And I think, like, I, I don't feel bad for Dave. I'm with you. I think it's more like the greed in the entertainment industry that irks me of, should these companies, and I know they have all the leverage and then get away with it and it's their best interest, but should they have the ability to own your likeness in perpetuity? So that means if everything that's to. tied to your name for the rest of time, we own and you don't. Like to me, I know they can get away with it, but it doesn't make it okay. They don't, they don't have to get away with it though. The, these people sign and say, yes, okay, no problem. Yeah, I mean, they, they have as much power as, as someone like Chappelle gives them by signing his name on the dotted line. You know what they need to do? Unionize and be like, hey. Ooh, there we go. Nobody fucking signs unless they take out these bullshit clauses. Yeah, and obviously, who's going to do that? That's why unions no. suck. I mean, it just... But that, that's the idea, right? Is like, it, it's going to take more than one person, you know, to change that. Yeah. For but sure. yeah, no, I agree. It, it was uh, it was definitely cool to watch. It was interesting. Like yeah. he, he, that's why I he's the fucking best in my opinion. He's my favorite comedian because even there, like there wasn't really any. He wasn't telling any jokes, but he still made it funny. Mm -hmm. Like uh, just I, the I way he talks about thing. it. Yeah. Like you laugh even though he's telling a very serious story.
So he does such a good job. Yeah. Like, he, I, he's know. just an incredible storyteller. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, he had me we fully captivated for. Yeah, I, I remember that. There. Uh, yeah, 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 you were. Uh, that was awesome. It was phenomenal. Best show I've ever yeah. seen. And that was when he had any that, of it. That's when he had first just come out and like, holy shit, Dave Chappelle's back. And there was a big craze, obviously, because anybody who watched Chappelle's show fucking loved it. It was as, hysterical. Has uh, Dave won an Emmy? Um, I don't, I don't know. know if he's won an Emmy. He won like a he won an award recently that Netflix also did a special on. That was like the Mark Twain Award. It was like for something like being like best comedian or whatever or something like that. But I don't think I don't know if he's won an Emmy or not. So Andrew Cuomo. He was in nominee multiple than, times for the Chappelle show, but it hasn't won. So Andrew Cuomo has more Emmys than Dave Chappelle. Ooh, good That's segue. Criminal. That is criminal. <laughs> That's criminal. That so, is criminal. But also that shows how much stock we should put in the Emmys and Grammys. They're absurd. Dude, I, I'm almost positive that particular Emmy, I uh, I heard someone talk about it. You have to you had to nominate yourself. So he nominated himself for an Emmy. Is that confirmed? He actually nominated himself. That's not confirmed. That's what I. It's I remember hearing that. Um, that Yeah, this fuckface. I I mean, this is the most insane thing I think I've ever seen during this entire pandemic. Is Andrew Cuomo, and Gavin Gavin Newsom is a close second. You're right. Yeah, I still think Cuomo blows him away, but you're right. I mean, Newsom is definitely the close second. Um, I, I just can't believe it. I don't understand like how everybody's missing this. So this guy is the governor of the worst hit state in, the, in America for COVID-19, right? Mm-hmm. Killed thousands of people when he ordered them to be sent to the nursing home. Which has never Back been discussed on, on the media. No, the for, media. Some, and reason, will, and for some reason. You won't hear it. And he, he won an Emmy, like we said. He wrote a motherfucking book about lessons learned from the coronavirus during coronavirus. And he's profiting off that. Has sold 11,000 copies of that. And it's on a bestseller list. Who would ever buy that fucking book? Libtards. Same people that's, who dude, that's like writing book. A, that's like writing a book about the Super Bowl when you're Up in the halfway first quarter. through the season <laughs> and you're 5 and 10. Like, maybe you're... Six and six. Maybe we'll give him a 500 record. Fine. <laughs> you're at 500, and you're writing a book about how you won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like that, that's fu- and now, and the reason why I bring him up is because it, it's just some fucking sound. The guy has snapped. He has absolutely lost it. And what did I, I, I know I said this on the show. I, we talked about what's going to change with COVID once the election happens, once Trump moves on. Who, what's the media going to say? What, what's their angle going to be? And I said, they're going to turn around. They're just going to blame it on the American people. And then you, Jared, had said they're going to blame it on the red states. And we had said, yep, that's exactly what's going to happen. This cut right here, if I'm anyone in New York, I'm saying, mother fuck this guy. This is what he's saying to you on November 18th, so six days ago. So the restrictions work. And just to make it very simple, if you socially distanced and you wore a mask and you were smart, none of this would be a problem. It's all self-imposed. It's all self-imposed. If you didn't eat the cheesecake, 
you wouldn't have a weight problem. It's that is condescending, believable shit. If you weren't idiots, my constituents that I serve, as Jared likes to say, if you weren't idiots, this wouldn't be a problem at all. We'd be fine. And it's that black and white. I thought it was Trump's fault. Why are you why are you blaming the people? I thought it was Trump's fault. Not to mention how insulting it is to not even acknowledge the fact that people are fighting for their livelihood and having to make tough decisions of do I put my family at risk so I can put food on the table or not? But he's comparing it to eating a slice of cheesecake. <laughs> and dude, and he's going as far as undermining. Now this is this is back uh, before the election. This is back October nineteenth, obviously. I think his tune on the vaccine would be different now that we're post-election. Yeah. This is him. Now, and, and I had a quote, and I, I, I lost it, but he had blamed Trump for uh, politicizing the virus and making people skeptical of it. And, you know, he was to blame for uh, people being concerned about taking the vaccine and trusting it. This is what this fucking guy said about the vaccine on October 19th. I do want to ask you about that, especially as it pertains to the vaccine. We saw Dr. Fauci last night say that he trusts the experts at the, FBA, F, at the FDA. How confident are you in the approval process of the FDA right now? Well, first, uh, how confident am I? Uh, I'm not that confident, but my opinion doesn't matter. I don't believe... <laughs> so, I mean, how... So you're basically telling everybody not to trust the vaccine. Right? Essentially. That's clear as day right there. Yeah. And I bet you if, if I find it, I will find the quote. He is saying now that Trump is to blame for all the, yeah. you know, mixed messaging on the vaccine. This guy is, and this was the other day. So this is the last clip, but this is how he treats reporters. And everybody for the last fucking four years has lost their mind about how Donald Trump treats the media. He's mean. He's a bully. Big meanie. Uh, rude, right? That's all we hear is about how brash and how much of an asshole he is to the media. This is how Cuomo treats the media, and we won't hear word one about it. When we did an orange zone and a red zone in Brooklyn and Queens, and we... Before I, before I play this, the, the reporter simply asked the governor of the city of New York, Hey, are, are we going to expect to have schools open tomorrow? That's what he's asking about this press conference. We close the schools? Yes. Don't you remember that? Okay, so don't you, so what are you talking about? How, what are you talking about? You're now going to override. We did it already. That's the law. An orange zone and a red zone. Follow the facts. Well, then you're confused. I'm confused. And then I'll tell you what you mean. Parents are still confused as well. The schools oh, are they're not confused. Tomorrow. You're confused. No, I think but parents are law. confused as well. Read the law, and you won't be confused. But, Governor, but follow Jenny's question. Are the schools going to be open tomorrow? The schools are open by state law. They close the next question. It's ridiculous. And they haven't opened since. Well, I don't really care what you think. Uh, this, of course, makes my blood boil because you're in the same business with him. And no one's going to say anything about it. 
No, because he's he's you like the, hear about it. He's the mascot for all the people that we despise. Dude, and, and, and you want to talk about him. fucking dictators? Donald fucking Trump? Bullshit. This guy fucking acts like a dictator. This you, motherfucker you know, is like raiding synagogues in the city where Jews practice religion because it, it doesn't abide by his coronavirus rules. If, if you anybody wonders what these people's motives are and you're not positive it's ego-driven, listen to those press conferences. His ego was bigger than the room. All that mattered was he was right, nobody could question him, and everybody else had to follow. And that's yeah, everything like, that's wrong with these blue states right now. He's like looking at everyone else thinking, does anybody else have a book? On how to deal with coronavirus. Right. You're talking to the so. expert. Idiots. I you're talking to the guy who, who got who I wrote got the New fucking York, book on coronavirus. Who got, who got New York City through a pandemic or New York in general through a pandemic. By the way, that's still fucking happening and it's yeah. getting fucking worse. And, and guess what this motherfucker did? He skipped out on not, COVID so important, right? He skipped out on 17 White House meetings for the coronavirus. Uh, and sure, you can make the argument. Oh, well, why are you going to listen to the White House, right? They're nuts. So once uh, that sound came out about uh, Cuomo questioning the administration's handling of the coronavirus, which it really doesn't have anything to do with, like it's completely independent of politics. But anyway, so the White House reaches out, sends uh, somebody reaches out to, to Cuomo and says, hey, let's address the concerns you have. And straighten this out. Cuomo says, no thanks. So he doesn't want a solution. He doesn't fucking no, want any of that bullshit. None of these people do. They don't want anything but them to continue to look like the heroes and to be in power. And obviously we're hearing Cuomo more because of all the publicity he's gotten and how much more popular he's gotten. But if you if you throw a hot mic into you know any of these blue states, you know, like, like Gavin Newsom. College, Exactly. You're going to hear the same shit. Oh, I got it's Gavin not, it's not going to get, yeah, not going to get nearly as much publicity because it's not Cuomo, but they're saying the same shit. And, now, and what, what irks me the most is to Ty's point, they're acting like authoritarians. It's not a conversation. It's not a, here's the data that's driving our decisions. And we know it's a tough decision. It's this is the way. And if you don't disagree, if you don't agree, you're part of the problem. And it's like they're almost embodying cancel culture as a government. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah. And uh, part of it, right, is the whole Thanksgiving thing, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, we, you, can, you can argue for days, right? I mean, what, what's the right thing to do? I'm sure the right thing to do is, like they said, to, you know, stay home and hang out with just family. Um, but uh, what was I going to fucking play? God damn it. Gavin Newsom. Oh, sorry. No, I, I was looking at this right here. Um, but they don't practice what they preach, just like we'll see with Gavin Newsom. Is they're telling you to do one thing, right? Cuomo's telling you, stay with your family. Do not, do not do anything. Don't go outside your house. Don't meet with anybody. Don't do it. Guess who Cuomo is having to his house for Thanksgiving? His 89-year-old fucking mother and his two daughters in from Albany. Shocker. So while while he tells you one thing, he has his 90-year-old mother. I mean, that doesn't get any more hypocritical than that. 
Nope. It doesn't get more hypocritical than that. How the fuck? And, and I saw fucking Whoopi Goldberg and Ben Stiller and some other fucking schmucks, celebrities, already uh, having events uh, for his reelection. It makes me fucking sick. Yeah, this yeah, guy dude. is the worst. This guy is the fucking worst. Did and, anyone, and, and I, I wasn't, I don't know anything about New York politics. I haven't really looked into any of it at all until obviously COVID, but was Cuomo any, was he in the headlines like this prior to, to COVID? Like, was he always this outspoken? Or was he always, you know, getting this media attention? Or, I don't or think is, so. I don't he, think he's so from either. a long family line of politics. And, and his, I know his brother's on CNN. I know his brother has like his own show on CNN. Yeah, or whatever. who is his dad? Let me try and yeah. Google it. I'm just his curious. Dad was like, a famous politician. Yeah, because it, it obviously and and it's just the only reason why he's gotten the publicity he's gotten is because there was some early there were some press conferences early on when Trump was referenced by reporters and he just had some smart ass remarks related to Trump and his, his presence just blew up before you knew it. People were putting Cuomo 2020 hashtags out there. Uh, that, that, that was the thing Emmy for winner. a little while. Yeah. yeah. It's it just, it's amazing that, you know, for this, for the same things that these people bury Trump for they're, idolizing another guy yeah, and celebrating right. another guy for doing the exact same fucking thing. And I'm it's not, so I'm, not defend, I'm not defending Trump's actions. I think he's still a fucking no, idiot. Exactly. But fucking practice what you preach. You're losing all your fucking, it, it just, it's, it just, it's, it's tough to put into words. It's just, it's amazing how these people can fucking sleep at night, you know, just standing on their high horses and looking down at everybody and talking down to people where you're doing the exact same thing that you're so adamantly against right. so why does it matter right because you can argue oh it doesn't matter just still do the right thing it matters because these fuckers are destroying lives destroying yep. businesses there is no stimulus which means you cannot shut the country down you cannot do it you can't do it it's fucking yep. that would it's just basically suicide for those mm -hmm. people who have a business that gets shut down. And, and cities have already started. California has closed all inside and outside dining. All right. in-person so, dining is closed again. So those families are just going to go broke. They're going to lose everything. They're, they're not even getting a fucking gonna lose chance. Everything they've spent decades be real. working towards. Because of a virus that has a 99.999... I'm going to be honest like, with you. What I, was it? Um, I'm kind of retarded. Try not fatality rate. It was the opposite of Recovery fatality rate. rate. No, just like the you know survival it's a point rate. zero zero one survival rate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has a ninety nine point you know whatever nine two survival rate, and the and you're fucking destroying generations of lives, and all the while while they're doing it, they are going out and they're going to restaurants. They're having people over Thanksgiving. Yep. They're spreading the they're killing people. They are killing people, right? Because that's what they want you to. That's what they tell you. If you go and you do this, what I'm telling you not to do, you're killing people. You're a murderer. So they're murderers, and they're out at the same time destroying lives and businesses, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody is critical of, of these two. That, that's that's getting what no press. bothers but, me, yeah. There's zero leadership at all. And, and Nobody's so, stepping up and saying this isn't okay. You brought this up, Jared, right? Uh, Newsom and getting caught out at a, at a dinner, right? Yep. 
I think we talked about it last time. He's caught out at a dinner uh, somewhere in California. Um, it, there's there are reports that there's like 12 people or whatever. Um, he gets busted, so he comes out and uh, he has this to say for himself. That a few weeks ago, uh, I was asked to go to a friend's 50th birthday. Uh, my wife and I, friend that I've known for almost 20 years, and uh, and a friend that had, well put a lot of time and energy into his 50th birthday. It was in Napa, which was in the orange status, relatively loose compared to some other counties. Offended uh, already. In an outdoor uh, uh, restaurant, and we started the well, the program started at four o'clock. It was one of those early reservations. I got there a little bit late at 4.30. Uh, and as soon as I sat down at uh, the larger table, I realized it was a little larger group uh, than I had anticipated. Uh, and I made a bad mistake. Instead of sitting down, uh, I should have stood up and walked <laughs> back, got in my car, and drove back uh, to my house. Ridiculous. But instead, he I didn't. chose to did. with my wife out, uh, and a right? number of other couples that were outside the household. And you can quibble about the guidelines, et cetera, et cetera, but the spirit of what I'm preaching all the oh. time uh, was contradicted. And I got to own well, it. Well, that changes everything. I apologize. got to own it. Until the next time I'm caught. And so this is what's even crazier is then I actually found this out uh, today. So the dinner party he was at actually had 22 people in attendance. And it was inside. Hmm. It was he inside. lied about being outside. You want to know the fucking bill those fuckers ran up while they were oh, partying? Let, let us guess. Fucking grand. I sorry, I stepped all over you, but <laughs> fifteen fucking grand. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, people are like we said, railing against Trump for being this authoritarian dictator, like monarch, and they don't have anything to say about this. This is the exact thing that you're railing against Trump for: is being flippant, not caring, saying one thing, doing another. Throwing around outrageous amounts of money and then just lying to your face again. He just lied yep. in that fucking video. And he's trying to rationalize it. I mean, that was what was offensive to me was the, the guy's like, oh, you know, it was my buddy's 50th. And he, he spent a lot of time on the birthday party. And, you know, it was an orange zone. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And I think what's worse is that people are taking his rationalization and are okay with it. Some people, people are. are. I, think I think some people media. are. I think I some think, people are. I have no respect for anybody who's okay with that. Dude, exactly. I, None these, of us do. You, you know these two will get voted uh, and confirmed again in their gubernatorial races, whenever that is. You know that. Probably. What, what was disgusting and tone deaf is the fact that he's talking about spending $15,000 at a birthday party in Napa as his constituents are starving and he's making their businesses shut down. Exactly. It's like, oh, we're going to a party in Napa. And why doesn't anyone say anything about this? I don't understand. I, I think this is how significant the difference is of having the media bought and paid for on your side versus being against Trump. In all honesty, other than like the political correctness to your point, they're acting very similar, right? Once you take the, the lipstick right. off the pig. Right. Right. But, right. but when the media is driving the narrative, 
They drive a very specific Well, I mean, Cuomo's narrative. really not putting any makeup on. There's no lipstick on that pit. You're right. You're right. But, but you're but, right. But Gavin he's Newsom a, he's a gritty New nice Yorker. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They, we love the, those Cuomo bros, right? Their segments yep. on CNN. They're God. Emmy, <laughs> Emmy winning stuff. Um, Cringe. God, fuck. That pisses me off. I hate um, Cuomo and his nipple rings. I fucking hate <laughs> Does he Cuomo. have nipple rings? Dude, he has nipple rings. Which one? The Look governor? it up. They're the governor's <laughs> got fucking nipple rings. I swear to God. So he I, probably uh, hangs out in gay bars and probably piped. Which, I mean, hey, if that's, no that, one if that's your cup of tea, go for it. But square in the face more than him. Not even a fucking resident in New York. And I out of that guy. I think one, not that I'd call a silver lining, but I, I do think the large majority of Americans feel the same way we do. And I think that showed itself in the election. Like the only reason the Democrats salvaged their election and won is because they were against Donald Trump, right? We know that they got crushed in the House, crushed in the Senate. Everything the Democratic establishment stands for is being rejected by the large majority of America right now. It really is. And I hope that that continues. Of course, I want to root for America and root for Biden's success, but I hope that that continues to the point where we get some level of, I'm not even asking for authenticity, some level of leadership and politicians who actually want to help. If you ever thought a politician really cared about their constituents, just take a look at the snapshot in time. No stimulus, no health care for people, no saving businesses locally or even caring about businesses locally. These politicians don't care about anything but their own power. That's it. It's clear yeah. as day. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's a new notion, though. I feel like most people have thought that for a long time. But, but you, hold out hope. Stuff. you hold out hope that when you really need them, they'll be there for you. And luckily, you, we're all privileged yeah. enough where we haven't really needed them. But there's a lot of people there that really need them now, and they're taking trips to Napa. Ed Markey's asking, what can I do for you? <laughs> what would you like from the government? Why don't you tell me? What, Ed, Mar- what Ed Markey will try and do it. He just won't Fuck be very Ed successful. Markey. Fucking nut job. can't believe you voted for that guy. Who, who was? Oh, it was um, Joseph Kennedy III was his competitor, who was yeah, Nancy yeah. Pelosi's little crony. <laughs> um. <laughs> So what what do you think about your your boy Joey's uh that's what his name is going to be on this podcast right Adam Joey Hey Joey My mom and dad <laughs> Hey Joey Keep um, the what, faith <laughs> what? No no Joey spread it spread the faith Just love Joey That's what it is <laughs> What do you think about your boy's uh cabinet picks Jared It's the least shocking cabinet picks I could have ever imagined but if you notice everyone plays into the identity politics a little bit you got an immigrant in one position minority in one position a woman in one position but it hides the fact that all of them are bought and paid for by wall street and the military industrial complex but so we're going back to the swamp baby mm-hmm. right, dude this is as transparent, transparent can be it's the same people that have been in the party under clinton under obama would have been under Hillary. Hey, Nothing's can we changed. Just, I have to stop. Can we just get an honest and fair view, an honest and fair analysis of these picks, please? Talk about Joe Biden's empathy and humanity, to talk about diplomacy being back. It is all an implicit rebuke of Donald Trump's foreign policy stewardship over the last four years. 
the that's, payoff is at the end of this one. Right. And in just saying that they're going to do their jobs and um, be good stewards of America's role in this world and um, focus on American diplomacy, that in and of itself um, being a rebuke of President Trump is uh, underscores what we've been all been living through in the last four years, which is a president who wanted to be more isolationist, who wanted to pull back. Um, what we saw today, I was, I was sitting in that room in Wilmington, um, I was thinking about the fact that Joe Biden, in some ways, first supported, is fulfilling the promises that he made on the campaign trail. He said he wanted to have a cabinet that looked like America. And there were people there on that stage, of course, talking about all of their different accolades and their experience, but they were also talking about their families who survived the Holocaust, who survived coming from Cuba and fleeing communists, who talked about um, having gumbo diplomacy, cooking food, cooking Southern food, as, as the mm-hmm. United Nations ambassador was saying. Um, all of those things are what America is yeah. about. It's just melting pot. The other thing I'll just say is I was talking to a Democrat who just said this also felt like the Avengers. It felt like we're being rescued from this, this <laughs> craziness that we've all lived through from the last four years. And now here are the superheroes to come and save us all. Oh, oh my Give me a God. fucking break. The, the only way these I guys are the, the Avengers media. is if you media. are the Democratic establishment. And yes, they're saving you from any risk of losing your power. That's it. What do you think these people I, are dumb, or do you think that they're just totally brainwashed? They're and, totally and brainwashed. Just totally just brainwashing, totally absolutely. Brainwashed. So, so absolutely. they know that they're lying, and they're just to, doing to them, it. No, to them, it's, they're, they're not lying. They truly believe that it's good versus evil. And I do think it, I agree to 1% of that, that it's nice to have people who are, you trust at least do the job. It's their best interest at heart and how they're going to do the job. But, but they but, at least will do the job. What I mean, wouldn't you say that Trump's foreign policy over the last four years has at least been decent? Like, what's really been wrong with Trump's foreign policy? It hasn't been as bad as they made it seem in that. <laughs> they said he was going to start wars. He he didn't start wars. That, that that's a that's a that's a big thing to throw around when you got Joe Biden coming in. The war manga. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't love Trump's isolationism and telling all of his allies to fuck off. And how did that impact us, though? What? I, what, what where do we? Yeah, did, do we, did we? Like, did we truly suffer from that? Or like Trump said, "Is it just words, folks? They're just words." No, I, I don't. I don't think that we suffered in a tangible way. I, I think he did some questionable things, like fucking killing that dude in Iran. Yeah, that brought us relatively close to a war. Um, and like Iran has more nukes now than they've ever had. North Korea has got more nukes now than they've ever had. So I don't know if he was great in terms of foreign relations. Do, what do about the peace deal in the Middle East? So the peace deal in the Middle East is extremely controversial. Extremely what, because controversial. Of the, it's, they, they're just calling it an arms trade deal? Is that why no, it's controversial? No, because what it does is it brokers peace between Israel and our Muslim allies and totally, what's the word I'm looking for? Not estranges, but kind of fucks over what's the Palestinians and the rest of the Muslim countries in the Middle East. Why? So, so what, what they're really doing is getting our allies to agree to fuck the rest of the Muslims. Or how are they fucking the rest of the Muslims? Because at, there was, for the large majority of time, the Palestinians were supported by the other major Muslim countries saying Palestinians deserve their own free state. They were here first. Palestinians are the Muslims. 
that were in Israel before the Jewish people came in. Yeah, yeah. Hashem, Hashem is very passionate about that stuff. So I, I know. yeah. So so like that's a very sensitive issue to Muslim people. Yeah. And, and now and now what they're saying is okay. We have we pretty much paid these other countries to back Israel because Israel's our biggest ally over there with Saudi Arabia to squash any chance of a free state for the Palestinians and letting Muslim people kind of be. It's like, all right, now you're just going to be a cog in our machine. Is it, are there going to be less wars between those two states though? No, I think if anything, there'll be more, there'll be more conflict. Like the, 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 the deals are between countries that already get along. There's no deal at all between Palestine and Israel. If anything, it's the powerful countries are banding together to fuck over the people in Yemen. So, what country are you referring to then when you say our? So, what what country are you referring to? Who who was? I don't remember who else was in the deal. It was, uh, it wasn't Saudi Arabia. I think it was it was Dubai. So it was UAE, Qatar, um, and Bahrain, which are like the three westernized rich countries over there with Israel who are very Western cultured. So pretty much saying, all right, guys, we're good. We're going to give you a ton of new weapons, ton of new resources to do our bidding over there. And these Palestinians who we really did fuck over by, they're pretty much in concentration camps or not, refugee camps is a better term. <laughs> refugee camps. I would say so. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to do a thing. We're going to continue to have them just be refugees in their own country because we're supporting these Rich so you think this there. peace deal is the opposite of that? You think it makes it worse? Because I haven't heard for, for, that the, for those for those people for the minorities, the people in Yemen and Palestine and, and those Muslims, absolutely. For us, I mean, but I mean, and, I'm just saying, like, could it be that it makes it better for a large majority of people and fucks over? I think a small it makes it significantly better for America and our allies. Isn't that what he's supposed to do, though? make things better for us and our allies not i don't think that's what he should be doing in another part of the world where you have people in refugee camps struggling to survive well you're a you globalist could argue what do you think we should humanitarian, do you could argue just as much a humanitarian crisis you're making worse how do you fix that fucking crisis if you're you don't, i don't think I don't, I don't think you try and be the deal breaker to make it worse so we can sell more arms and have better stronger allies in that part of the country like it, i'm looking at it from a globalist perspective that's why you are yeah because those are just people who happen to be born on a different patch of dirt than we have we were i know what does that have to do with us that i care that those people aren't treated in a non-humanitarian way so you want to spend like american lives and american money on like solving those problems i don't want to go out of our way to make their lives worse. So the military industrial complex, I think it might be, I think, I think you're making a good argument, but it might be a stretch to say that, that, you know, they're Shit, doing like, it obviously I'm not super worse. educated on the topic, but, but I would just say like, look it up after the thing. And I know that it was very, very controversial for totally disregarding Palestine and most Muslim countries in the middle East. And it may be, but you still gotta like, nobody else had done that before what he did like broker and, peace between like, it, it, like I, I even read that shit on, like, CNN, that they were, like, just tipping the cap. Like, the first paragraph. <laughs> they they, they, they were like, probably trying to find some way to slight him, but they, they couldn't really give him. They should have just called Mo. Much. 
<laughs> well, I know because I, I remember hearing some of the stuff you're talking about in like the weeks following where like, you know, everybody's trying to dig to find out something wrong about it. And it very well, you know, may be that. But like, again, are, do we need superheroes or the Avengers to come in and save us from that deal? No. No. We need, we need guys like John Kerry, right? The climate, Mr. climate, Mr. Climate, yeah. How do you feel about that, that one? The climate czar. The climate czar. I don't know czar. much about John Kerry, but I, I know he used to be Secretary of State, and he's part of the establishment. Well, I'll tell you about John Kerry. He has a twelve million dollar mansion right on the ocean in Ooh. Martha's Vineyard. Nice, so, next to Obama's mansion. Yeah, how how concerned do you think they are about the sea levels rising? Not too concerned. Not too concerned. And I wonder how much money John Kerry's taken from uh, oil companies over the years. Probably and, a few million. And, and the first thing they do is re-enter the Paris Climate Accord, and they're yeah. celebrating that. Yeah. Is that People official? Have they, have they they're, they're gonna gone do back it. in? They're, they're going to do it their first No, I know day. they are. I just meant, like, I didn't know if it already happened. So, like, that was pretty quick. No, they're going to win it as soon as he's inaugurated. I mean, I obviously the Paris Climate Accord was kind of shit on by Trump as it was a terrible deal, um, and maybe it was. It's but, just words. The Paris Climate Accord. That's all. No, it is. there's there, there's a lot of resources involved and and all that. Type there's of a stuff. lot of money involved. People yeah, paying. that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All <laughs> I hear is that like they just keep but saying they want. There's no like, real consequences you know, for anybody that doesn't meet their end of the bargain. There's but that doesn't that doesn't mean that we shouldn't have efforts to try and stop global warming. But, but why do we need to pay into a system that is an effort to? Why can't we just do that? On why can't our we own? just do it? On, yeah. Why what can't we, we just use our own resources? That's not what happened the last four years. We've taken steps. Yeah, our carbon emissions have gone down as a that, as a country. Our carbon out uh, like footprint carbon output. But that's not happening in real time. It's not like you're flipping a switch and seeing real time results. Tr Trump overturned every single environmental regulation that was passed with Obama. I don't know if they're all good or bad. I'm sure a lot of them were bad That's what I mean. and overkill, yeah. but he also opened up a shit ton more fracking, a shit ton more oil. Like you, you can't say that he wasn't doing the bidding of oil companies. Like that's why he's doing what he's doing. Okay, they're his donors. The, that fracking is not going to tip the scale between the earth imploding and it not. It's just not. But do you think that we should be taking steps towards renewable energy? Steps. Yes. Yeah, yes. I think we, no we would agree with that. Yeah. No doubt. And we are. And we are. There's no question we are. I we are because that's the way that capitalism is going to drive it because it's much more efficient, much more effective. And Boom, it's going to save companies billions. Boom. But I think we do need a push from government to take steps in that direction. And we, sure. we need us to be in a leadership role to try and hold other countries accountable who don't take it seriously, like in emerging countries, like in Bangkok, where you can taste the fucking exhaust in the air. And you want to pay for it? We got to show leadership. I'm not saying we have to pay for it, but. But that's pretty much what we would be doing, right? I mean, when, you guys when... don't know that. You've never read the Paris Climate Accord. You're yep, just going. Dude, I, 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 I read an article. I read an article for the New York Times on the Paris Climate Accord. My my guess is countries pay in as some percentage of their GDP, just like they do everything else in the UN and NATO. And of course, our stakes usually bigger because we're the biggest country. Yeah. So why would we do that? It's, it's, it doesn't do anything. There's no, just because we're out, it doesn't mean anything. We continue to have our initiatives. What's I don't understand what the big deal is.
the, the whole point is you're doing it as a globe. So we are helping. Why does that cost money though? Is what I'm like, it, we're because just other, giving dude, a resource. We're just giving money and like just straight cash to other countries. Look, look at how much money is given from the UN and from countries like us and China and Russia to emerging countries. Trillions because they don't have their own money. They okay, need so you investments want us to have from countries like trillions us. more. What? And you want to invest trillions more in them? If it's going to mean saving our planet, I don't think we have another option. I mean, I don't think that's like a, a fact. I'm not a scientist, but I do believe that global warming is real, and I think we need to do everything we can to overturn it. I'm not saying let's sign the new Green, green New Deal and be California and stop all carbon emission cars. But I, I think I our think country we... is in a rough enough shape economically that we need to focus on. We need to look in the mirror a little bit. Focus on us. And like I said, that's the big question with like these new administrations, like because like through, look throughout history, like the United States has been looked upon as like the saving grace for a lot of the world's biggest problems. But we've never been in a financial situation like this before. And obviously, it's only gotten worse. So I guess how much should we be helping these other countries? Because I, I agree, I agree with what you're saying, Jared. Like obviously, we have much more than any countries will ever ever will have, even in our current economic state. But and I get that, like, like us giving a percentage and the other countries giving the same percentage obviously doesn't equate to the same amount. So at what point do we say, like, well, how much of this are we going to do? And then further plummeting us into more. When, when all those fucking jackass countries don't hold up their end of the bargain. And we can't yeah, drink out of plastic straws. So, so that, that's where I see Trump's hey, point in a Plastic in a straws way. have a spot. In this world. <laughs> don't get, spot don't in get Jared started on plastic straws. Dude, no, you you can't be a globalist in that like plastic straws. Come on now. I can be and whatever the, the fuck I want. Jared wants to be a globalist, time. but with, with, with exceptions, with several exceptions. Yes. <laughs> so so I, I think the ideal solution here, and this would never happen in a bazillion years, is you review the Paris Climate Accord and you say, okay, what's not going well? What do we need to do to make it better and try and improve on some type of way to lower the global climate change. Jared, Jared, do you understand what you just said, though? Is that not the most fucking basic thing ever? But, but, it, say, but it'll, it'll, it'll never happen. Let's take a look. Well, that's because it, it's, it's not going to get better. These are fucking politicians. They're born to do useless things. You're right. You're They're not going right. to say, well, I mean, you, you don't think they've sat back and said, how can we make this better? How can we make this more efficient? How can we use our funds better? Now with the Paris Climate Accord, I think they're saying we just got to reverse everything Trump did to make him look worse and make us look better. I, I know. That's why I'm saying it's fucking idiotic that the first two things that Grandpa Joe wants to do is shell out money to bail out kids' student loans and enter the Paris Climate Accord. It's well, like, he doesn't, awesome he doesn't actually want to do the student loan thing. He's not going to do it. Oh, I, be, I bet you if he, 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 dude, he will put his finger to the wind, brother. And if the wind's blowing that way, you know, he will back it. I don't, I'm not convinced. I don't think he's going to do anything to ruffle any feathers or drive any type of change. I really don't. So you think he won't sign a bill that comes to his desk or you think it just, it's not going to get there. So he won't no, have to worry I, about it. He, he's been very non-committal on the topic. I, I don't think. 
I don't think he does it. I don't think he has any interest in actually doing anything that has that big of an impact, positive or negative. He's going to keep this thing. If this is the needle, it's moving like this. <laughs> and that's, that's all he wants to do. He does not want to move fine, another degree. Which is good. I mean, it's yeah. I think you can argue good, that that's a, probably us. a smart decision for, for a lot of people. Yeah, it's, it's good for us, middle-class America in the suburbs. I mean, that's most of us, man. That's most of our circle. That's not most of America. I think it is. Not, not like See, our no. level. I'm just saying making 40 grand plus a year, yeah. I wouldn't consider I consider that working class for most of America. Well, I mean, you dual income, you can support a family on that no you know you just you're not gonna have yeah. like a super nice house it, and everything like, it would be an interesting um stat to look at it's like what percentage of america lives in the suburbs in white collar jobs versus like blue collar working class america i think that'd be interesting and and, and i mean again i feel like we've gone around this uh circle before but what the fuck is the government gonna do are you referring to like increasing minimum wage is that what you're getting at like where you're saying didn't you, biden already say he was going to want to do that supporting like what is it 15 an hour or something uh, yeah i don't know if he said it recently he definitely said it when he was campaigning i don't wait, know if wait, he said it as part of his economic plan which like again to me that's fine like i you know even like we we i finally like almost broke on the medicare for all stuff because you know the the stats are insane, right? You sent us that that thing, and I watched that. And yeah, I mean, you already know that they they make a, a gajillion dollars, but when you see the numbers, you're like, this is outrageous. So I'm, yeah. I'm almost willing to say yes to some of these things and just see it play out. Because luckily, I have the money; I can afford it. I don't want to yeah. pay for it, but I can afford it, and I want to see it if it fails. Because I think some of it will. I don't. I'm not saying Medicare for all would fail. I'm just saying. You know, I, I think that you'd see some uh, we, we, we would say, like I said, we would say, well, fuck, what do we expect when the government's running everything? Right? I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, it's slow. It's fucking not agile, like not a less innovation clog, clog, clogged up, less motivation people in there. The um, did you notice in the video they said the approval percentage for Medicare for all was in the 70s? Yeah. So like I think that right there. I'm sure that's like real though. I, but I, but I've heard it in two or three different places now. It's a poll, yeah. so it's definitely yeah, not. Yeah, it's science. like seven out of ten people want Medicare for all. I feel like that that that's a little high. So but so even if it's six out of ten, right? So yeah. I, I think that's just a good barometer of the needs of America and what percentage of people feel like they don't have great health care. And that doesn't mean your work doesn't provide you with health care. That means people who have gotten sick and either don't have the thousands of dollars that come with medical bills. Like if you get cancer, dude, you're guaranteed pretty much to go. I know. And, and, and you know what they should do is just like regulate insurance. Like I know that's yeah. like the, the, an idiotic thing to say. I'm sure there is some regulation, but like they should just change the fucking rules for insurance companies that like, Hey, you guys have to cover these people with preexisting conditions. You know what I mean? And, I, I think I'm sure that's something what, that's what the Affordable Care Act did, obviously, yeah. that, you know, uh, got them with, with pre-existing conditions. You couldn't, you know, not give them insurance. But it's like the the whole pay out of pocket and how much people like people have in bills and they come out of the hospital like that just shouldn't be right. Like I pay for insurance 
Like I should, this is what I pay for insurance for. Like, yeah. Why am I having all these out of pocket expenses? Pay thousands of dollars a year for insurance to have thousands of dollars out of pocket when you need right. to use and, it. And, and why is the hospital charging me a fucking outrageous amount of money to do what they just did to me? Just like, have take you ever my seen some of the crazy uh, pictures of like people will look at their bill and their aspirin will be like $95? Yeah. It'll be like a band aid, $125. Like things like that, dude. Like that's not okay. No, it's fucked up. But like, no, I don't not. think it needs to be a Medicare for all solution. Well, like, again, I think I'm like if it happens, yeah. like whatever, man, like uh, I'll, we'll, we'll get through it and, you know, I'll, I'll pay more in taxes because in general i'm a healthy person i'll pay more in taxes than i pay in healthcare year because you know in general we're healthy but whatever um you know but i, I just like even the 15 dollars an hour for me okay no problem like you know everything's gonna cost more now right like i'm okay with it i have a little more money do you mr minimum wage worker like yeah now it's this it's, we're back to the same you make more things cost more Right. I, th- I think the reason I hold those two arguments separate is because there's a lot of data now to show the pros of Medicare for all, and it'll save our country trillions versus what we're paying now, et cetera. I have yet to see a penny of, that's not the right word, um, <laughs> a speck of science that $15 minimum wage will help the economy. Like, I think we're missing the boat there. Medicare for all addresses the root of the issue of high medical expenses. $15 minimum wage slaps a band-aid on a system of employees or potential workers that do not have a proper education or provide enough value to earn a livable wage. Maybe because we have shipped all of those jobs out of this country and we don't have a spot for those, but just paying them the same amount for the higher amount for the same work does not address the systemic issue behind it. So I kind of look at those two issues as like separately. Medicare so for all. It's oh, like yeah, a they're obviously yeah. separate it's, issues. Yeah, but I just it. I look at them in like separate classes. Like Medicare for all, you're addressing the root of an issue with a new system, right? Well, We're you're not completely just saying, redesigning the entire system. To, to, no, to cut out, you're literally the issues. starting from scratch. Yeah, we're we're fifteen dollars minimum wage. I know, wage. but you, we're doing nothing to create to cut out the jobs. issues. Like I think you, I know what you're saying, but yeah, there, there, I, you have to, I think you have to acknowledge that there there are ways in which Medicare for all may not be as great as you make it sound like, yes, it will save uh, you reference studies. It'll save money. Yeah, no, blah, blah, blah. I, I'm not saying it's bulletproof by any means, but, but okay. I think there's at least yeah, data and, and, to show that it has benefits. Yeah. And, and yeah. And the argument about $15 minimum wage is it's just a, a quick snap. A quick right. Thing. Cause yeah. at, at some point you're going to have to raise it again to compete with the rising costs down the line. So either, yeah, so you're just keep what, raising them. I mean, is there and that doesn't fucking, really solve anything. Is there a fucking solution to that problem? I mean, you can't redo like, that if, system. If, if I'm CEO of the economy or whatever <laughs> this position would be, I look what, at what it. What a title. Yeah. How much <laughs> you making in that role? CEO of the economy. <laughs> hey, I'm a, I'm a public servant, man. I'm a public servant. Man of the people. Globalist. But, but if I'm diagnosing that issue, I break it down to, okay, what do we need to do to get these people more educated and qualified to earn jobs that will pay them a living wage on one hand, that's the worker problem. We have the right workforce. And then the other problem, how do we incentivize companies to invest in these jobs in America? 
right? Like to me, that's government Those are the dollars. Two most complicated questions on the face of the fucking earth. But 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 there are issues that you could at least like if you're a business, you could start to put together a plan of let's make sure these these uh, counties have broadband internet. Let's make sure that they've got state colleges where they have affordable options or they have voca- vocational Why, um, tech schools, just stuff like qu- that. Right? Yeah, stop there, though. Why is a company going to do this? No, Why no, I'm not. I'm saying if, if you ran the um, government like a company, like if, yeah. I, if I was CEO of the economy and I was like, <laughs> had the power to do these things, I guarantee you I could put together a plan and a PowerPoint. It'd be hard to do, but I could like just say these are the, the 10 steps we're going to take for each of these. Yeah, but dude, ev- almost everyone fucking has a college degree nowadays. Like, what is more education going to do? Yeah. It's having already a college diluted. degree now is like having a high school degree like 40 years ago. Like, I, it's- I, I don't think the problem is with college degree, people with college degrees. I think the problem is for most of working class America who doesn't. Like, I think we should have more like vocational schools, technical schools. Can you look up what the percentage of jobs? What? Just look, this will be a quick one. Can someone look up what the percentage of people who got graduate college it was less than a third i looked it up before last episode is that it dude i'm telling you our social circle is such a small part of the american (laughs) demographics don't call us fucking racist dude i didn't say about race wow how many people how many black friends do you have jared the four-year official (laughs) four-year graduation rate for students attending public colleges and universities is 33.3 percent yeah, so two thirds of America that's, does not have a college degree. That that's I would say that's definitely a okay, lot but, less uh, than right. I would have thought. Right, but hold on, there are no jobs left if you if you give everybody else a college degree. Where are they going to work? So 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 that that's why I stopped myself when I said college degree and said vocational programs, manufacturing jobs, other skills. I don't think it needs to be a college right. degree thing. But you're right in that. The other problem is the more important problem is those jobs don't exist here. Yeah, so that's the other half of the battle. You need to figure out a way to, like, so I, I thought a lot about this recently. <laughs> As the CEO of the economy, I, I hope you would. So I was reading an article, it was maybe yesterday, talking about the national debt, et cetera. And I'm thinking, like, okay, yes, yeah, so I totally agree national debt's a problem. We're at this huge deficit. Then I thought about businesses don't break even. Like, you look at most startups, they're not profitable. No, and I don't think Amazon's made a profit no. in, like, 15 years. Yeah. So, so what, what I'm thinking is the reason they don't do that is intentionally they take their revenue, invest it in areas where they can increase their revenue in the future. So what I'm thinking is, okay, we're the federal government. Why are we not saying we're okay with a deficit when we're investing our tax dollars in things that are going to create more jobs that will create more tax revenue so we can continue that cycle just like a business of investing know, in America. It's the chicken and the egg. Where are the jobs going to come from that you're investing your tax dollars into the education for? So, so I, I don't, I think part of it's education. The other part of it is like, again, I don't really know, but something like maybe a tax. Come on, rebate. CEO of the economy. What do you mean you don't fucking know? S- just pull, pull up that ta- PowerPoint you got. Just read off tax the incentive or rebate to keep jobs in America, right? Or as opposed to offshore. I mean, I'm America. sure we have those to an extent. I mean, I don't think we do, man. Like I, you, you forget we, we this, might be this right. government. You might be right, but I mean. This government is two people who created NAFTA, created the no, deals didn't with Trump China. Trump dismantle NAFTA? The didn't he pull out of that? Yeah, but he put it in a new one, the North American, Canada, Mexico, whatever. 
Mexico. <laughs> Mexico. Mexico. It's, a, it's a huge deal. Better huge. Deal. huge. Huge deal. So I, I don't think these politicians actually care about creating jobs. The people who do their bid, they do the bidding for their donors, which are Wall Street and large corporations and big tech and all of that. Right. Because if, if they create those jobs here, they're going to have to pay us a lot more. Obviously, that's the reason why they're outsourcing everything in yep. the first place. So would they even want to do that? You, you need to make it worth their while to and do how so. how do you do that? But then, Jared, you don't understand. You're going to give those tax rebates, and then you're going to come on the podcast and say, why aren't, we pay, why aren't these corporations paying their fair share in taxes? Tax the wealthy. They're making too much money. I may say that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're that's right I mean. back where I, we that's started. Why I think we have some of those. I'm, I don't fucking know. I mean, none of us fucking know. We're all idiots here, but... I'm fairly certain they have something like that where they incentivize you for jobs here, but there's, there's still, I, I, I honestly enough don't think enough they of do. those jobs. They, maybe they don't, maybe they don't, yeah. maybe they don't, but. but, but that's just an example. I think we could put together other ways to try and drive and better invest in America. Like for example, infrastructure, it's been talked about for 10 presidents in a row. Nobody's done anything about it. Like, that's a good investment in America, in my opinion. That's something that's okay to spend money on because you're getting a positive ROI. You're not flushing money down the toilet. You're getting like student loan forgiveness. Exactly. You're getting right. That's what. My, but I'm, that's my. That's, you're making yeah. exactly yeah. the point. That's you know a relevant one is, you know, mm -hmm. I think people. You would hope that people are okay spending a little more tax dollars if they're everyone gets something out of it. You know what I mean? Like. Or, or greater that, America gets something out of it, right? Which is the article. That's sure. the argument for Medicare for all, in a way, right? Because like obviously our yeah, taxes would go an, up, but if we're all an, getting it's just an empathy thing, it's like, yeah, oh, don't you care about other people? I mean, that you know, I think the roads are something different. Where it's like, how shitty is it? I mean, we never talk about it, but how shitty is it to drive through Coventry, you know, and the roads dude, just are New England in general, mess. Roads, yeah, New England in general, schools, yeah, everything, it, dude. I can mess. tell you, dude. My, like, where my building, are your tax dollars going? You would, yeah, it's amazing. Like, just think of like a regular Those budget. Like, I would say up. 65%, 70% of most budgets of like most cities are invested in education. Yeah. You guys have seen the schools in Rhode you said, Island. You said rust comes out of the bubblers, right? Oh my God. Like I tell my kids, do not drink from the bubbler. The water oh is brown. It's terrible. <laughs> so I, that's a great point. We, all this tax revenue is supposedly being spent. And I can tell you one thing, it's not going in my pocket. That's for sure. Where is this money going? How do we have schools that are crumbling where we can only afford, like there's a huge bond that passed, or uh, I think it passed in, in the, in the city of Cranston. And they're going to start like taking down some of these older schools and rebuilding like one or two schools, but there's 20 some, there's 27 schools in the district and we're not even the biggest district. Providence has way more schools than we do. Yeah. And, like and a I, bond is just, you're just borrowing more money. You're just taking exactly. So you don't have just, the money. Exactly. We don't have the money. There's no money. So all this, but all this we, tax, all, we always have enough money when it comes to rescuing wall street and other industries when they need yeah. it. Trillion to the airline industry, 3 trillion for the fed. 800 billion in the 08 bailout for Wall Street. Yeah, when it was which, again, some of their it's fault. necessary, but you're right in that they won't it's spend the totally money. It's totally necessary, but, but why do we always have money there? Yeah. But as soon as it's yeah. money for anything for anybody else that's not their best interest, 
the deficit. We got to keep an eye on the deficit. And 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 like you said, you know, if you are trying to run it like a business, why wouldn't the state look at it and say, okay, that's some debt on the balance sheet that I think we can well afford to have. Yeah. Like yeah. You know the the that will drive more people to the state. I'm not sure if we can fit any more up there, but you know that that would drive people to the state. That would help the economy. There's no question. Like people like to go to good school districts. People yep. like to live, you know, th- their middle-class families in good school districts. And, you know, Coventry doesn't have terrible schools or anything, but it's not the best. You yeah, know? no. And, and like, every, every year or so, they're cutting sports, they're cutting this, they're cutting that, and they can't afford shit, but they're, you know, it, it's... And, and great example, because you talked about, like, people want to live in areas that have good, good school districts. Look at Warwick. Look what's happened to Warwick in the last five or six years. People have been leaving that area in droves. Why because is the school of how- district really bad? Well, it's not even. It's more about like there's not enough money to to fund these schools to to keep good teachers. I mean, people are getting you know it, it's it's brutal. So people are leaving Warwick. So there's less incentive to keep the schools up. So they've been closing schools. They've been consolidating people. People that were like 10, 15 years into their jobs were getting laid off because they just couldn't afford it. Because again, the lack of tax revenue, people are leaving. So like Warwick at one point was the second largest district in Rhode Island. I don't know. It's still big compared to like yeah. a Burraville or like a Woonsocket or something like it's never going to be that small, but it's, it's, you see that just people don't want to be in areas that have shitty systems, like, like, you know, shitty services like schools. And I think that's a problem that, I mean, I don't know what the schools look like in Texas tie, but I would imagine they look a They're lot castles. better. Yeah. I was just saying like, I imagine they look way better. Yeah. So like what, like, I don't understand like what is so different. Why are why are schools? Because people want to live here. The There's a lot of money here. It's and all so all those of- new hub southern cities: Dallas, Austin, Nashville, um, Raleigh, North Carolina, Atlanta. They made it attractive for businesses to flock there by low taxes, etc. Right. And that brought millions of people making good jobs and paying good taxes, and it worked like a charm. All right. of those so, areas have boomed in the last 10 years. So, so you have these states that are that like when you think, you know, they're, they're blue states. And the whole idea is that, you know, in a Democratic run state, you would think that the services for the people would be pretty up to par because of the taxes you're paying. But we're not seeing that return. <laughs> we're not seeing that at all. Imagine That's why people are York, leaving. Dude, New York, you have what do they call it? local tax on top of your state tax to have garbage in the streets and rats everywhere and crime <laughs> everywhere. And you're paying like a combined 20% local and state tax. And, and, and then you go to a place, like you said, like Atlanta, like, you know, Georgia places in, around in Texas, even it's, parts what, What's of your Florida. state tax percentage again? Uh, what is zero? Zero percent. <laughs> Bingo. Now my property taxes are more, I'll tell you that. Yeah, there's no free well, there's they, no free they gotta make up for, sure. for it somehow. Yeah. Right. Right. But uh, uh, your point is you know, that's the ultimate point at the end of the day is you have to make it attractive and spend tax dollars in areas where it will bring people to the state and provide a better living for the people that are there. Yep. Or else they're just gonna fucking leave. Yep. And you're not and you're gonna have people left, like what's gonna happen to New York. They talk about it all the time, all the fucking people that live there that are wealthy are getting the fuck out and they're not going to have any tax revenue to pay for new things. 
And then, then what's going to happen? You know what I mean? It's going to fall apart. They're absolutely fucked, man. Same as California. They, what, what did I say? It was a few episodes ago. They were trying to increase their um, state and local tax rate because they have local tax as well in LA. To, it was like north of 30% for the two of them together. So you can have homeless people camped out in front of your house. Like Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. His friends send him pictures of mansions in Venice with a tent city on the sidewalk in front of their mansion. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't think it's a partisan thing. I think if we looked hard enough, I'm sure there are blue states that do really well. Well, no, I, I, I'm just, I'm sheets. using Rhode Island as an example. And Rhode Island's a shit but, show financially. Yeah. I, I feel like that's most of the Northeast. Like, I don't know about Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire. Like, those are, I don't New Ham- know. New Hampshire is a very well-run state. They have no state tax. And everything my dad says, I don't know why, but every time he's in New Hampshire, he says, it's such a great run state. Um, and, I, and I know Mass has been financially in a very good position over the last five years as well. Yeah. I mean, but what would you say? Like, Mass hasn't really done anything special to yeah you know, drive people there right it's just i think it's a a combination of all of the colleges yeah There's so many great yeah. colleges keep a lot of the talent right. and a lot of the companies yep. that drive good, really high paying right. jobs they, 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 they it's, not, it's nothing they're doing necessarily yeah. They, the they can leave like an Emerson yeah. or a BU and they can find jobs right in the city, right in their backyard. And they don't have to, and they, like you said, they keep those people here. Not like when people get, you know, uni, you know, degrees from other States and immediately flock to like yeah. these, like these tech hubs around the country and around the world, because there's nothing in their home state to keep them or their college state to keep them there. Right. Yeah. And you should see our infrastructure down here. Like we have traffic, no doubt. But everyone that comes to visits like is like, holy shit. When you look up in the sky in front of you on the highway, the overpasses, there's like four on top of each other. It's like, you know, six, like, you know, 150 feet in the air. It's insane. You know what I mean? And they just had the forethought to like make a smart road system. Yeah. And, and so it's like, why, why can some states do it so well and other states do it so poorly? Because the it's same the people kinds running of people. Them. Exactly. That that's the common denominator. It's the same kinds of people that get reelected and reelected, and they don't leave. Yeah, that's why we need smaller government, right, Mo? Yes, less government. Less idiots. Less less idiots. We, we what we need. <laughs> this is actually what I was about to say. What we need. What we need is is preacher Mo. Actual government that serves its constituents. That should be, you and, should make a fucking shirt where that says serve your constituents. Just, yeah, Dude, just, just the constituents. <laughs> it, 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 it's something I couldn't be more passionate about. Like, it's Dude, going to it's, government. I, I think I would get so depressed and bogged down by the system, I would probably kill myself because all these hopes and dreams would just be like shattered within a week. <laughs> Nah, man, it's not how it works here. Get the fuck out. But, but like, think of all these ideas, and obviously we're all dummies who don't really know how this stuff works, but all these ideas we just talked through, and not one president or congressperson has even tried to do any of these. That's what I mean, though. There's obviously more, much, 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 much more to it than what we're giving credence to. Well, why do we hear literally almost no congressman or woman? stepping up and genuinely saying we need to pass stimulus now this is unacceptable My i don't know I, I don't know 
I, I, don't gen- know. I genuinely think that Washington, D.C., and a lot of the state leadership out there as well, does not give a flying fuck about anybody other than who keeps them in office, which is their donors. It's the, it's the big lobbies, right? They don't care. Like, how could you be Cuomo or even Gina at this point and really care about small business and then do the stuff you're doing? Like Cambridge right now, all over the news, Cambridge, they're always bleeding edge of liberal, shutting down all inside dining for the rest of Massachusetts. And restaurant owners in Cambridge are begging on the news. They're making PSA videos. They're going to the hearings, begging for them to save their business. And they just don't give a fuck. And you know why? Because they're saving people's lives who aren't asking to be saved. Yep. Yep. And they feel I, like heroes for it. I don't hear many people these days saying, shut everything down. We need to save Nobody all these lives. Nobody is. Nobody. Everyone wants to live their life. And yeah. again, I, mean, I, I can say it to a blue in the face. Blue in the face! If you're scared about COVID, stay the fuck home. And your yeah. family needs to stay the fuck home and isolate as a family. You need to take some personal responsibility. Yeah. If you and, physically and, don't think you can make it out there, if you catch it, then don't go out there. And, and now the difference is, the hard, hard reality of it is, the uh, healthcare system will overrun. Because Soon, dude. enough it people... It already will, is. It already yeah. is overrun. So you're going to face the situation of, well, dude, you did this to yourself. Like, you're, you're going to die outside the hospital. And, like, it's their, it's a, it's their fault. It's going to be like so, a zombie so, movie, dude. Yeah, and so, like, what, what's the right thing to do, right? Do you be the authoritarian and save lives, or do you, you know, and, and crush small business, or do you, you know, let people die knowingly? It's not that simple. It's not that simple, but, you know, for me, you can't end small, you can't crush generations of lives and without any help as a government. Yeah. I don't care no. what I don't you got to give them a the fighting chance. Of. Like you're destroying multiple families. You're right. Like, you're like, it'll take generations families. for these families to recover. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you start over like you're homeless, you're broke. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen to these people, you know, and you got to grind to get back to where you were because the government. Yep. Because you the government said no. Right. Cause they left us out in the cold. It's unacceptable. It's absolutely unacceptable. Like we, like we said, I think we said this last time. If you want to pass a stimulus bill and do a, a shutdown and everybody gets paid, okay. Okay. Do I agree with it? No. But at least you're putting money in the pockets of people that need it. Correct. And you're, and you're still fucking the people over because... I don't care what you pay them. They're not going to get paid what they normally no, but it's, get it's paid. something. Like, You're giving them something, which is why I still don't support it. Like I, I think there needs to be some personal responsibility, some freedom of choice. You know what I mean? If if I want to go out and you know grab something to eat with my wife, I don't think the government should tell me I can't. Or if yeah. I want to have fifteen people over my house, the government should not find be able to find me for what I do on my own property. Okay. And so that's just people, my core belief. Some system. people would say spoken like a true conservative, but I think that's a rational thought. That's the Ameri- that's the American way. What was America thought. built on? Not letting King George keep you down. Not letting yeah, and I mean, a corrupt people central government this tread on sure us. And say like, well, you know, that's, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. We have to, you know, there are too many idiots in the, in the country. We, have, we need the government to make the decisions for them. Just remember the this. States. It was now less than a month ago 
our friend Nancy Pelosi had a chance to pass $1.8 trillion, had president on board, treasury secretary on board, and she didn't to make Donald Trump look bad. And people <laughs> will die and lose and their lives. And she got reelected to Speaker of the House. Yep. Yep. At least she's um, said this is her last two-year term, so that's Thank good. Thank fucking God. Have you ever seen her ice cream fridge? Oh, yeah. That was one of the, that was one of the first uh, political uh, COVID gaffes, if you will. She's giving them that Cribs tour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> While people are fucking out there saying, Congress what edition. the fuck am I supposed to do now? She's like, all right, so here's my freezer drawer for ice cream. Here's my freezer drawer for you know, this and that. And then I've got one fridge over here and then another over here. She's probably got the worst flavors of ice cream, too. I don't even think she's Sick human. Burn. Just saying. What's, what's a really bad flavor of ice cream in your mind? Worst like favorite flavor? Peppermint? Like, like, I think, you like, know, like, like mint chocolate dude. chip? No. I love mint chocolate chip. I think that's chip. like that's, an that's old. That's top two. That's like an old person flavor. That's so good. Mm. Dude. Debatable. Listen, so work sent me ice cream for some, like, we were doing, like, team meetings. And for whatever reason, they sent ice cream from this place called Jenny's. Uh, the flavors I got were gooey butter cake. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Tell me that care. doesn't sound incredible. That sounds what great. What is a gooey butter cake? I, I don't know. It's a butter cake that's gooey and it's an ice cream. <laughs> uh, I had cinnamon skillet. Uh, raspberry. No. Yeah. Raspberry jelly donut. Ooh. Ice cream. And like uh, some... What's the purple ice cream? Sherbert? Black, no, black raspberry. Black raspberry. It was some like black raspberry vanilla ice cream or something crazy. How, how were they? Were they good? I've had two so far. I had the gooey butter cake and the cinnamon one, and it was fucking incredible. That sounds bomb. Oh, it was fucking incredible. Shot my calories through the roof, but. Yeah, that, that's a calorie bomb. It. Hey, YOLO. Bulk season, baby. <laughs> the more calories, the better. I just burned some calories during that episode. I was, I was fucking heated up. I, I still am heated up, man. We got anything else? Would you guys support me if I ran for office? Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Where, where should I start? Start where Nick Kettle started? Town, town senator? Yeah, just run on, hey, I'm not going to like send dick pics or do weird things. I, I think what he did was, um, what was he? He sent nudes of his girlfriend to like somebody else and then blackmailed his teenage intern to suck his dick or something ridiculous like that. Some dude. Okay, so you may do that. that that's some Clinton shit. Yeah, yeah it, was, awesome. it was absolutely absurd. I, I totally forgot about that. He, he, got, he ended up getting off. I like randomly saw of? him on Facebook the other day and Googled him. What? Mo wants to pay people to suck his dick? Well, I mean, that is, you could, you could not see appropriate. that being... Not you could see him doing that, couldn't you, Adam? No. I mean, I don't want to say yes. That, that sounds terrible, but... but absolutely you know not. <laughs> he's, he's, so he's nodding his head there. yes right now he can't see no it, he's nodding his head <laughs> no all right we got anything else guys i got 800 more calories to eat we gotta wrap Ooh, this baby. up <laughs> all right, I, mean, I we'll did have our up. i had our sports picks oh but fuck, I don't know if you. About fuck. That. all right bang those out quick we don't need to all keep right. it long but now, now the listeners will get to see how much money we can make so deal is right. right hold on five bucks person per week right we'll just keep it in a pool We'll keep reinvesting, right? Every week, is that fair? Yeah, That's I, may fair. To, I may have to dip Jared, into the pension, alive? but I'll do it. I'm alive. 
What do, do what do you say, Adam? Say so I may have to dip into the pension, but you know, we'll make it work. I'll make ends oh, meet. God. Maybe Adam is one of those people <laughs> we were talking about. Begging for, he's, he's out in the food he's out in the food lines. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he rushes home to record the podcast. <laughs> So life of, a, well, life of well, an educator, man. What was the percentage? 35% of America is at soup kitchens begging for food. Adam's ordering two pounds of boneless wings <laughs> at a time. I'm, I'm in those soup. I'm, I'm in those food lines. Just yeah, and at hungry. the same time, he's like, his knees are buckling when he asked him to shovel up five bucks for a weekly football bet. <laughs> I'll make it work. I'll put a dollar a day away and that'll be my... I mean, my, my betting fund. Okay. okay. to learn to save somehow. That's true. At some we could, point. We could hit a big. Yeah, we could. And, and, and it could be this week. I, th- I feel really good about these picks. Okay. All right. So I got three picks. They're so just one, one per person. People are so, so we'll glad to sit at the end. They're like, all right, I'm checking out. I'm done. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I had other stuff planned, but we talked more about the other stuff, which was fine. Jared derailed us as always. There's some passion in today's Yeah, you're very passionate about your politics. So we, we, we went against everything our uh, listeners said, and we just went <laughs> yeah. right back to politics. We're going to shove it down your fucking throat. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> we, uh, that, this was a spite episode, <laughs> for sure. Um, all right, so my picks for this week are, so the Giants are five-and-a-half-point favorites over the Bengals. I'm picking the Giants to cover. No Joe Burrow, right? No Joe Burrow. Um, no Joe Mixon. Uh, that team is in shambles, and I that hope sucks Joe about Burrow's injury. That sucks, dude. He may he may be in jeopardy for the the twenty twenty one season now. It's Hopefully that bad because they're long. saying it was like Carson Wentz's injury where he missed at least a few games, really, of the the next season. But I mean, you can he's never been the same guy. He doesn't look the same at all. I'm not saying it's a tribute to that knee injury alone. Looks like but. he tore his fucking brainstem, Carson Wentz. <laughs> So, yeah, I think the Giants cover there. They're five-and-a-half-point favorites. I'll take the Giants. Um, Saints and Broncos. It's, uh, Saints are six-point favorites. Um, Taysom Don't Hill against the Broncos. I, I have to it's say, Jared, dude. I mean, oh, dude, my was, God. What do you think about that, people? Jared? I would also bet against the Broncos. Really? You I don't mean, think I, they can, no, you know, they can cover? No? No. Wait, they beat the, the Dolphins. Yeah, we, we played well because we were yeah, able to Tua run the shit out shitty. of the ball. Yeah, and our, our Tua defense looks played well. Awful. But. How sad is that to say? Hey, they beat the Dolphins. It's just weird. I mean, they're good. Six and year, four, right? but yeah, no, it doesn't sound right coming out <laughs> at all. But yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Saints there. I'm encouraged by the way Taysom Hill played. Yeah, he played well. Played smart. Yeah, he was able to like keep a guy like Michael Thomas involved, and I, I didn't think he could be as accurate as he was. I mean, I don't think they asked him to do a ton. He had a couple of big completions, but overall they didn't ask him to do much. Also interesting stat. Alvin Kamara had zero catches that game. First time in his career. Wow. That he's never caught a ball. I'm surprised. That does not not bode well. That does not bode well for Ty's fantasy team. Um, So I'm taking the saints at minus six there. And my third and final pick is a little bit of a closer spread, three and a half, sorry, three points, um, Raiders over the Falcons. Because the Falcons are the Falcons, okay. Julio Jones is hurt again. And when Julio Raiders are, Jones Raiders are hot despite a loss. Dude, they, they've looked, yeah, they've looked good, pretty man. damn good they're against good. the Chiefs twice. And they beat them once, obviously lost. I mean, Pat Mahomes, he's fucking – he makes that, that look so easy when he has to make oh, a fourth man. quarter comeback. It's a video it's game. It is a video game. It's amazing. But – I Damn, take you could have some of that. How confident yeah. are you in these three picks? Are you going to start us off on the right foot, or this is a 
I'm going to steal this from PMT. This is a can't lose. These are can't lose picks. We're going three and zero starting now. So we got the I Giants. If I wonder if like I, I, we never gamble, obviously, but I wonder if I can like parlay those three games. Like, well, yeah, maybe, that's can. what I mean. Maybe yeah. and if you I parlay few, them, the, the payout increases significantly. Yeah. I have several other picks if you want to make the parlay bigger. But if we can just do three and start Ooh, off, I, I like that. this. How about how about we do that? So our three bets per week are a three team parlay. If we can do three team parlay, exciting. sure. You definitely yeah, can, can do yeah. that. Okay, so right. taking the Giants, so the Adams Saints, can't and lose the Raiders. Parlay. Can't lose parlay. We got this. All right, text the group that so I can make the bets. And I, okay, perfect. Because I can totally see me forgetting and us coming on and being like, yeah, we never yeah, made those bets. Yeah, we never actually <laughs> did that. <laughs> they all hit, but no, we didn't bet. All right. Get on you, mates. Sign us so, off. So oh. what, do we- oh, what do you have? Nothing, have? but I was just going to to better understand. So next time one of us comes with three picks? Yeah, well, we were just going to okay. do a rotation. I told Adam yeah. to do it this week. I'll do it, do it okay. next week. I thought Jared. he was going to pick three games and we all pick and all bet each week. No, no, no. Okay. No. That makes no, sense. We're all this is a team, together, team right? effort. Yeah, yeah, team effort. That's cool. Peace. I love you guys. All right. I just, I I just stomped. Yeah, I love you guys. I love wait, you guys. Wait, 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 wait. I love you guys.